Over the next few minutes, you're going to learn what to do if your 12-year-old has come to you recently and told you that he's bisexual and wants to be a femboy. And welcome back to Sitting in a Car. I'm Sarah Sproul and I sit in a car with you each week answering a question to help you raise your confident and caring young person who respects themselves and the people around them. And my answer for this week's question comes from the core principles that make up the evolved family method. So I'm going to draw a picture for you so you understand where those sit and show you which principle we'll be working from today. Okay, so there are six principles, here they are, that make up the evolved family method foundation. And up here we have the pillars that I talk about all the time, the growth, the courage and the kindness pillar. And we're looking at this foundational principle here today, which is about mistakes. How do we think about mistakes in a way that can support our connection or nurture the connection our child feels with us when we're talking about sensitive things? So I'm going to actually read a little bit more of the detail of the question. Um, so this parent says that sex education has become a hot topic in the last couple of weeks as he's had the program delivered in school. And also it's Pride Month this month, and that's led to a lot of questions. And now he's suddenly making statements about himself. He tells me he's bisexual and last night that he wants to be a femboy, all of which I have absolutely no issue with. I just feel like we need to pump the brakes a little as he's just getting into puberty, which I told him that this morning. I don't know. I'm so confused myself. Is there anywhere I can go for advice? And is it normal for kids his, his age to go through this? Okay, so let's have a think about this. Um, so what many of us might do if we were faced with the same situation is exactly what this parent did. Tell our child, whoa, hang on a minute. Where did this come from? Let's just pump the brakes a bit. You're, um, you're only just learning who you are. You can take time to get to know yourself. Who knows what what's going on in your with your hormones and um, we can just take this slow there's no need to make decisions about who you are right now or the other thing we might be doing is an, is imagining worst case scenario so because of what we know about the world and we know that it's not particularly friendly to lgbtq plus people even though it's got a lot better but still not a friendly place for for queer kids we might be imagining bullying um, violence, um, the sadness of not being able to find a partner or the fear of finding a partner but um, not being able to be physically affectionate with them in case that someone um, takes umbrage or is violent towards our kid. Those are all signs of a courageous and tongue-tied parent and it makes absolute sense why we would do and why we would feel that way because We've had plenty of years on this planet as parents. We're way older than our kids. And we know that um, things can be tough. All right. So it makes sense why we would default to that and why the courageous tongue-tied parenting effect would come into play. And you know what? We probably, and in case of this parent, and maybe you too, if you're, when you're listening to this, realize that you don't have a strong um confident role model of what parenting looks like for a queer child. Um, if you're not queer yourself, or you might be queer, but you didn't have a really strong, solid, rock solid, supportive feeling in the family you were raised in, then um, we're going to be a little bit at sea, right, about how to show up for our child in the right way. So in this episode, you're going to learn three different ways to think about this situation so that you can nurture 
the connection your kid has with you and um, make it easier to talk about sensitive things in the long term. Point number one, if this was some other aspect of parenting where um, your child had discovered something amazing about themselves, what would your response be? So I remember when I was 14, uh, I started to write, in retrospect, I realize this now, really bad poetry, really, really bad poetry. But I thought I was amazing. And my mum didn't say to me, you know, hold your horses with this whole poetry thing. Um, Let's just wait and see what other skills you realize that you have or interests that you hold. She was really encouraging. She was like, oh, yes, that that's a lovely poem. It was not. Those words are amazing. They were not, right? So she was super encouraging. And look, to be honest, the the phase didn't last very long. But I particularly remember it because um, um, what stands out to me is her generous acceptance of my interest. And so what other areas in, um, in our children's life as they discover maybe new talents or new interests, do we tell them to maybe hold on a minute, maybe it's not such a good idea. And I think this is a sign um, that we do this around things to do with sexuality and gender identity, perhaps, because of that, the fear of what could go wrong. And like I've said earlier, it makes absolute sense why we would, where parents are put on this earth um, to take care of their kids to the best of our ability, right? So it makes sense that we would default to the fear of like, oh, hang on, this might not be the right thing for you. Point number two, a 12-year-old saying that they're bisexual or any other orientation, that is a good time as any for that to happen. Really common, in fact, when um, puberty is kicking off, whatever sort of age that happens for your particular kid, Um, That is absolutely the time when sexual orientation can become clear for them. And um, this question demonstrates that this mum actually has a beautiful relationship with her kid because um, they came to their parent to tell them this new discovery that that they'd found out about themselves. So it's not too early. It's absolutely sort of the right timing based on uh, what, we see young people coming out if they feel comfortable coming out. The fact is, this kid feels comfortable enough to come out. That is such a win. And kudos to um, the question asker and her ability to create um, safety in her family. So um, it's not wrong. Um, It's absolutely bang on time. And it's lovely, isn't it, that um, your kid was able to give you that insight into who they were. And that is such an honor and such a privilege when our children are willing to open up to us and tell us something about who they are. Point number three, growing up is all about learning who we are. And learning is best done through experience. Not so much uh, by reading books or listening to podcasts, by, but by getting out there and doing the thing that we're learning how to do. So in the case of our children, when they're learning who they're attracted to and who they're interested in, that is absolutely about trying on an identity, in this case, a bisexual identity. And just for the record, I, um, I'm bisexual too, which I sort of 
like and I think it's fun. And I came very late to that identity. I, in retrospect, would have loved to have been able to have a conversation about the fact that I was bi or even realize I was bi uh, at 12. So this is a great gift that this child has. And um, it's a parent's opportunity to support him through the learning, um, whether the label or the identity of bisexual stays with him for a long time, whether it changes, who's to know? But that doesn't mean he's doing it wrong. It just means that he's exploring and becoming who he is gradually. And for some of us, it does happen gradually. And that's part of being human, that we learn as we go. I remember when I was, um, I think I was 19, and Paul Simon and Lady Smith Black Mombazo, I may be dating myself now, came to Melbourne. They were playing in Melbourne, and I had never been to see live music before. And um, I went along to this concert for the first time ever with my boyfriend at the time. And um, I loved the music. I hated the crowds. And so what did I discover about myself? Well, I discovered that, yeah, I really liked Paul Simon and I really liked Ladysmith Black Mombazo, but I really didn't like sitting in an arena with how many tens of thousands of other people who also liked Paul Simon and Ladysmith Black Mombazo. Does that mean that I shouldn't have gone to the concert? No, it doesn't mean that. It means that the concert was an opportunity for me to discover something about myself, just like um, claiming an identity of bisexuality or of um, being a femboy is an opportunity to learn about your kid's self too. So it's not about mistakes. It's about making progress through life and having, having experiences that help us understand who we are and supporting our child to have experiences to help them understand who they are. Okay, so you've heard three different strategies um, to deal with a, the experience of your 12-year-old coming to tell you that he's bisexual and would like to be a femboy. But um, if we had lots of time and we were working through the whole of the Evolve Family method, then we could go into all the different connection strategies that are part of the Courage Pillar that would help connect with him about this particular topic. Uh, we could also be looking at the kindness pillar and discuss how we can manage our own emotions around the fears that come up and quite naturally come up related to our child discovering something about themselves, which because they live in a broken world is risky. Um, and this, you know, I'm talking about these parenting fears. This is not just parenting fears related to sexual identity. I mean, I have parenting fears every time my child goes off on their bicycle. And I know full well that um, the kids that I'm thinking of don't wear helmets. That is something that I have to manage inside myself because I do not have control over my kid when it comes to bicycle helmets anymore. That's the joy of being a parent of a teenager, right? So um, if you would like to find out the next time that I'm teaching the whole of the Evolved Family Method in its total joy and awesomeness. Um, the, the Evolve School is a place where that happens and you can click the link somewhere around this video to um, put your details down so that I can let you know the next time that opens up to new students. And that's it. That's sitting in a car for another week where I've answered a question to help you raise your confident and caring young person who respects themselves and the people around them. Bye for now.